Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take. It's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wazdeen Lambrey, Van Lathan, Julie Lippman, many other ringer staffers. You get one take, you got to defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Hello and welcome to Everything is Cake. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And we are here with our lovely producer, Sasha Ashal, to break down episode four, Mexican Week. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> we, we knew this was coming. We knew it was going to be bad. Um, you know, I, I, we're going to get into it, but I guess a couple of things right off the bat. You know, the Great British Bake Off does not have uh, a great history of cultural sensitivity when it comes to weeks like this. They did a much maligned Japan week uh, in 2020 that was really insensitive. Um, they, you know, I I think we've talked about a lot of times there, the Prue and Paul specifically do not do great with um, flavors that originated outside Western countries and, mm-hmm. and Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we were expecting something tough, a tough watch this week. And I would say we got that. This was the first episode in honestly, I would say a couple seasons where it's gone like truly viral on Twitter. And that was because (laughs) people were just appalled by some of the content and not appalled like in a, I mean, some people were offended and rightfully so more like what is happening on the show? Why? And why have they done this? There's Mm -hmm. a thread um, that was tweeted by at Andy Heroed. And he said, attention USA, Great British Bake Off fans, Mexican week really is that bad. This tweet has 11,000 retweets, 33,000 likes. Um, It's a thread of clips from this episode. Just all the moments that, you know, people could have really taken umbrage at. Um, Admittedly pulled out of context, but not much better in context. Uh, Mm -hmm. And just like off the bat, I will say, first of all, I also had to watch this episode early this week because I was seeing spoilers on Twitter. And Mm -hmm. again, this was like the first one where I was like, wow, this show is really in the conversation this season and maybe not for the reason they would like. (laughs) Let's just talk about generally like better, worse, or as bad as we expected. 
I mean, I just think it's really up to the producers to make sure this doesn't happen. And I, I don't really fault the contestants because it's like, they don't know this. They're, it's not really their They're fault. They're being set they, up for failure. Exactly. Here. And I just think yeah. that's really unfair. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I just I don't really. And maybe this is wrong of me to say, but I just don't really blame them for it. I blame whoever decided this would be a good idea to put together for the week. Agreed. I just think if you're I, we talked about it last week a little bit, but like if you want to do stuff like this, that's fine. I actually don't have a problem with like, let's do it's a little bit of like you know, it's always kind of been like this. We don't tend to have a problem with it when it's like European countries, but like doing like, oh, Mexican week and like, oh, Japan week. It's a little like tokenizing a little right. bit. I don't know. Like we don't really have, we didn't have a problem with it at German week, but there's obvious reasons for why that is. So I get that, but I don't have a problem with like trying to bring in new stuff and like do s- put people out of their comfort zone and like make, mm-hmm. but it's like we said, they just, we don't trust them to right. do it like right. in a way that is good. Yeah. And you have, I, we talked about it, but like they could bring in somebody who right. knows Mexican food to guest judge. Like, I don't really know why they don't do that in general. I think that would be a fun thing to add to yeah. the show. You're educating us. You're educating the contestants. I think the primary issue with really all of this, other than them just kind of being ignorant of Mexican culture, is Paul and Prue positioning themselves as experts yeah. mm-hmm. in this episode. You know, we can talk about a million different things. Uh, there were some, a lot of pronunciation issues, which again, like, they're in the UK. They all pr- have insane accents anyway. <laughs> so Guys, like, I, have to, I have to confess <laughs> that I've never heard my mom say pico de gallo, but my mom does say taco. And, taco. And, and it's kind of... You know, it's kind of how they say it. I know mm-hmm. it's wrong. And also, we should we should put our disclaimer uh, on the on the record now. We are not also not experts in Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. We are not Mexican. I think none of us speak Spanish. Uh, so we're not again also not positioning ourselves as experts here. Um, and may or may not mispronounce things. But you know, there's there's a level between I think awareness. I think I've eaten of, yeah an exponentially like more Mexican food in my life than any of the contestants on this show. We live right. in California, right? Like we, you know, we've eaten. <laughs> so tacos. I know what things taste like. Right. You, like we know, we at least know what things taste like. I really did yeah. feel like a lot of people were flying completely blind on some of these and things. And they said that well, yeah, at the top yeah. of the episode, you know, they interviewed all these contestants and one of them's like, I know fajitas, like that's it. Somebody else is like, yeah. poor sweet Kevin is like, what do Mexicans bake? I'm like, buddy. Right. I You're uh, yeah, flying blind. And then, of course, Queen Shabir is like, I love Mexican food. I'm looking forward to it. Which like, yes, great. But didn't, you know, necessarily do amazing either. And but. you can't even blame like Carol for like never having, like she lives in the English countryside. I, right. I right. don't blame it's her. It's really not a thing there. <laughs> yeah. Did you want to talk about Paul as well? I don't know. Maybe we can study abroad vibes. We can get to that later then. Yeah. He did. I don't want to do too much. Big, big study abroad. My gosh. Girl who came back from (laughs) her study abroad trip. Um, Let's, let's talk cold open uh, real quick before we get into it. Amelia. Uh, I mean, I literally pushed play and then I saw them in their costumes and I was like, Oh, Oh no, no, no. My God, this is not no, no, no. I, Oh my God. I just don't know how you just open it up with 
like the poncho and the maracas and they were wearing hats too. They were wearing sombreros, yeah. right? And it was just like, yeah. are you my, I was just like, oh my God. I, it just, they, I know, I, the thing is they knew what they were doing too, which right. is just like makes it even worse. It's just like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And, and then- that- that was like the tone of this whole episode was there was like this vibe where they were like, we're self-aware. We're exactly. going to do this right. We're not going to offend anyone. But like as they did that, they, they were, were offending people. Yeah. I felt a different vibe. I, no, really? I felt like it was like they a were trying. lack of self-awareness. They were. Well, I think it was like, oh, we're being self-aware, but we're not allowed to do this. Yeah. Like right. that was like there was the edge of like. The, like oh, we're SJWs not allowed to are keeping do this. us from right yeah. here we are, and I was just kind of like, they were just like, okay, Mexican poncho, maraca, yeah, uh, sombrero, and it was like, okay, okay, well, it's yeah. like anything you could get at your local spirit Halloween store, you know, that was just <laughs> right. like, oh, a Mexican <laughs> person, which is just like that's so offensive. I don't know, yeah. it's just was not. Tough the way it should have gone. Yeah. And, um, but I just don't understand why they can't do like a Welsh week or an Irish week or something related to the UK, you know, or even for that matter, do American week or Canadian week. Do that. I don't, I don't, I just not given enough respect to Welsh, to the Welsh on this show. So true. They have completely ignored. The only time I ever did Welsh was, is when Welsh people are on the show. And they never last that long. I don't think. Hmm. Do the Welsh people have good food, though? I mean, I would. I don't know. Guess they probably they probably do. I would assume so. I see. I'm not something. even. I'm not even gonna say whether they <laughs> do or don't because I don't know. I I think the suet pudding was lightly Welsh. <laughs> we can't. We can't do that. <laughs> we can't. Uh, but see, this is us recognizing that we don't really know Welsh cuisine, and so we're gonna just. I'd like know, to know. That we would love to know. Maybe next. Maybe next season they'll learn from this. Um, let's get into the challenges. We will continue to touch on this throughout, no doubt. Um, since they, they pop up all sorts of the way through this episode. Um, signature bake this week. They had to make 12 individual pan dulce, which are Mexican sweetbreads. Um, they could choose from like a variety of different variations on this dessert. Uh, majority of people made conchas, which are, you've probably seen them in like Mexican bakeries if you live in somewhere that has a lot of Mexican food as we do. Um, but they were like a bread with like a kind of a cracked cookie top pattern top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They almost look like little shells almost. Yeah. Or like, like a little pineapple cracks on top and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then some other people chose other variations, but most people did those. Um, I actually really like what this as a signature. Yeah. That, those were sick. I liked the, yeah. a couple, only like two or three people chose different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Abdul and Kevin. Um, and I think there was one more. I did like the signature. I thought it, you know, allowed for a lot of creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the concha was really fun to see come together, like them putting the topping on and the bread and different elements and also extremely hard to get right, apparently. Um, I mm-hmm. think they had two hours for this. Sasha? That's thoughts? not enough time. <laughs> that is it apparently not wasn't enough time. Yeah. I don't think a single person proved no. their bread long enough. Uh, a lot of issues with that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a, a good signature challenge if they had had more time. <laughs> I, I agree. I actually thought it was fun. I think I think more people should have done different stuff, but I also get why they didn't because mm-hmm. they probably had only heard of one of them and didn't want to risk making something that they didn't know what it was supposed to be. And then yeah. Paul being like, I tried this once in Mexico and <laughs> that's not right. So um, 
they all went like most people went pretty safe, which makes sense. But they yeah. did not have enough time. Two hours is not enough time to make bread like this. No, She's not. It's not good. Yikes. Yikes. Amelia, thoughts on the. Well, I, you know, yeah, I agree with everyone. I thought it was a great challenge idea. Uh, I thought, you know, the colors and the creativity and the different flavors were really fun. I thought it was really funny when Rebs, poor sweet Rebs, she, you know, she was like, I'm back in the kitchen with Abdul. I think they're really going to pay attention to us because we were out last week. And I was like, yeah, they are. So please don't mess this up. Because you are skating on a very thin line here, girlfriend. She is. And um, she took hers out and immediately was like, they're burnt. They're burnt. And I was like, oh, you're in danger. You're going home. That just happened. You're going home. Yeah, that was a tough start. <sighs> they weren't ribs. even burned. Like, I, I looked at, I tried to get she's a glimpse so dramatic. of them. And I was like, she is. She freaks out. Yeah. Not a ton of standouts here. Uh, there were some... I thought Sandro's looked amazing. He did like chocolate hazelnut. Um, again, like cool as a cucumber, this guy. I don't think he has ever had a timing issue, a decorating issue. Uh, he's just vibing. He's yeah. really good at he's time like management. He's like Selassie. Yes, but he's yeah. a little better than Selassie. No offense to I my think absolute so too. guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Selassie had more personality than Sandro. Um, so it balances out. And then I thought Shabira's looked great too. She made ones that look like corn. I will talk about them at length in this episode. <laughs> I love Sh- where Shabira's mind was at in this episode. She's my girl. Yeah. Um, but they both had issues with the bread. So. Yeah. And you know what? Shout out to James. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know what happened in this episode. And I'm very upset about it. Because his were not that bad. Okay. Compared no. to everyone else. And he made so, his, little, his little oysters. His exactly. little I know. They oysters. looked really good. So I, I'm i just, I'm actually really pissed off about that. So anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving I don't on. Talk about it. <laughs> um, Kevin and his little drunken men. He like tried to make them look like little tankards. Uh, he, I mean, they liked his. They, they liked them. Yeah. They weren't life changing. And right. after they finished the signature in his interview, he goes, I almost got a handshake. I was like, Kevin, did you? <laughs> what, did, yeah. what did he come basing on. that on with like Paul's hand Kevin, twitching? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, you did less bad than everyone else. I don't think we're grading on a curve here. That was wild. He gives, it was, I laughed out loud. I was like, Kevin, you did not almost get a handshake. Oh, know, that was yeah. funny. Really funny. I like Kevin. I'm team Kevin. Yeah, uh, except that was yeah. wild. And also, I mean, we'll talk about it later on, but Sandro pretty much got the same reaction. I thought he was going to get a handshake in his trace for his trace leches cake almost. Mm. So I feel like if anyone almost got a handshake, it was Sandro. But Sandro has been, been near handshake. Oh, Don, yeah. Oh, yeah. They love Don. We'll Don's get to that. cake. I mean, we'll get to they it. were like, oh, <sighs> I think Paul should have. Paul needs to like break out of his mind prison that he's created about these handshakes. <laughs> About when they're allowed. Yeah. You should give technical handshakes. Has there ever been a technical handshake? I would love, mm-hmm. I would love for that to happen. Um, thoughts on Dawn and the signature, Sasha? I, I mean, it's just this whole episode with Carol and Dawn where a Carol who just like, I clearly cannot take any chili. Dawn seems to have like a little bit, like she at least likes it a little bit. Carol is just like, she doesn't do that. And Dawn is like, eating her I don't even know she was like soaking chilies and cream or something it was such a weird like episode and she she like tasted it and she was like ooh ooh and then of course like Paul and Prue were like they loved Dawn's spice level 
the whole episode. They're like, yeah. Dawn, Dawn, Dawn. <laughs> the Crushed old it. woman has the same spice tolerance oh, yeah. as Paul that and Prue. That all that tracks her. together and makes sense. Oh, for me. sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, there, you know, there isn't much to say about the signature just because no one really crushed it. Everyone yeah. just kind of had issues. Um, but it was Give fun. 30 you know. extra minutes. Like people yeah. were proving for 25 minutes. That is not enough. You have it, to do it for like an hour. If, yeah. if your best, it's like, you know, in a college class or something, if like, you know, you do a quiz and your best students fail it, it's like the problem is the quiz, you know, like. If, yeah. you're, if the the consistently like best bakers, even Yanush, like his cacti were underproved. You know, yeah. they looked yeah. perfect. They looked great. Underproved. Like if the three most consistent bakers all have proving issues, yes. then like that's just the t- that's just the structure of the it's challenge. Stru- you're right. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. Yes. Um. All right. Let's get into the technical. Much to mm. think about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, technical challenge was eight Mexican tacos, which. Uh, had to look identical. They had to make the tortilla, you know, marinate the steak, cook the steak, make the pico de gallo, gallo, gallio, depending on who you were <laughs> listening to. Gallio. <laughs> gallio. Um, as as the uh, the thread that I talked about earlier uh, said, it was pico to choose your own adventure. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seriously. Uh, they had to make, you know, the guacamole, which again, oh, Carol. Um and then they had to fill it. You know, some people had too much filling. Some people had too little filling. Uh, the tortillas were crunchy or soft or thin or thick or whatever. Or broken. Um, or broken. I don't even blame anyone for. <laughs> really bad technical challenge. This is a horrible Just challenge. Really, really bad. I First of all, like, the point of a technical is supposed to be, like, everything can be identical. And you're judging them on the exact same scale. Because there's a perfect version that they should be making. Whereas... Tacos are customizable by nature, you know? Yes, like, thank you. It's, yeah, there's it's a taco a custom, bar for a reason. Right, and <laughs> and like, they're all going to end up different naturally. So that on its own was bad. Then you get into the whole fact that it's like, you, the tortillas took two seconds and then you're just spending the rest of the time cooking. Like Making it's like a cooking steak. Show. Right. And uh, I just, it was really really bad on many levels. Even like Paul and Prue eating the tacos, talking about the ideal taco. It's like, you don't know what that is. Right. Yeah. That was weird. It was also weird that I just find it weird whenever they make meals instead of like baking, like breads or desserts. Yeah, it does. So, but at the same time, I love tacos. So I'd have really made me want tacos. (laughs) I will say. (laughs) Right. But also side note, what happens to the food that they like take mm. a bite out of and then never touch ever again. Do you we know, know? I mean, I'm sure they toss away the ones that have bites, but I've read that uh, the crew eats yeah. a lot of okay, the, good. I'm glad. the food. Also, speaking of that, uh, Prue had Abdul try his own signature this week. Mm. Did you guys? Like they were yes. trying it and Prue was like, do you want to try it? And Abdul <laughs> like took a bite, which doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little funny. rude. A little bit. I yeah. like when they made like, Christelle try the thing that they thought was too hot. Right. I don't like, I don't know. It was like, weird. And she was like, it seems fun to me. Yeah. <laughs> it always does. It always does. Yeah, I, I have the same problem with this. I don't understand. This is not baking. This to no. me was also a symptom of like not really knowing about like other Mexican baking. Like tacos, yeah. I don't tortillas are first of all really hard to make. 
They didn't yeah. give them tortilla presses. No, they gave them a casserole dish. It's like, <laughs> like, what the hell? Again, like, setting them up for failure. Like, Also, like, I have made tortillas probably like 10 times because there's a store oh. near me that sells masa. And so, like, mm. I would mm. just go buy it from there. Like, I would never make my own. I They made them make their own, which is yeah. not easy. Like, None of like, I have looked up how to make your own because I thought maybe I would do it. And I'm like, no, it's like way too hard. Like, (laughs) yeah, don't make your own. Just go buy it from a store. Just go buy masa. I have made it like it is incredibly difficult. Like this is not an easy thing to do on the first try. It's like I even every time I do it again, the first like three are horrible it's like so hard. I I don't know why they would make them do this just off the cuff with like. And it really it doesn't. It's, <laughs> it's not, not hard in a way. It's not hard in a way that shows skill, right? Like it's right. just. Yeah, I just thought it was weird. It didn't stop yeah. baking. There's other things from Mexico you could bake. Yeah. I thought like right. they could have yeah. made like they could have made bolillos or something. The like rolls like that would have mm. been a great technical. We, there were also some issues with the guacamole. Um, mm. Pronunciation aside, Carol was in one of the B-roll shots, had an avocado in her hand. And like everyone knows, to get an avocado out of the peel, you cut it in half, you take out the pit, you scoop it out, right? Uh, She was literally as as if you peel a potato, (laughs) peeling it off with a knife in little tiny, little tiny strokes. I was like, Carol, you are going to be there Wild. all day. so bad for it. She doesn't all know day. what she's doing. <laughs> oh my God. It made me feel insane. Guacamole. Uh, and then Reb's just an unbelievable amount of guacamole on oh, these tacos. I just, she, uh, oh, like seven spoonfuls on each one. There was, more, it was like guacamole with a side of taco, which sounds good. Again, customizable. <laughs> I would do it at Chipotle, okay. but maybe not for this. Top. So, results. <laughs> Top three. Maxi won. Maxi in the beginning of this was like, I make tacos sometimes at home. So like, <laughs> great. Love it. Uh, number two was Shabira. And then number three was Sandro. Sandro, always so close to the top. So, so close. close. Uh, he's like our permanent third place. Um, and then the bottom three, Carol, absolutely dead last. She cut up her steak before she cooked it. She did all sorts of terrible things. Her, her tortillas were like the size of a quarter, but like really thick. <laughs> um, Rebs was number nine. Again, like with her just oodles of guacamole. And then James was eight. Um, so not yeah. great. Those three certainly in trouble uh, heading into the showstopper. Very tough technical challenge. Uh, not tough, tough, but like tough to watch. It, tough to watch. And just like you're saying, it's just like it's arbitrary. Honestly, yeah. I'm sorry. I just find my taco making so arbitrary. I don't, as, yeah. as a taco lover, you know, yep. like you're saying, Agreed. I just, I, uh, whatever. It's fine. Okay. Moving it was on. frustrating. For it sure. was. It was really frustrating to watch. Uh, Sasha was very frustrated by our next challenge as well. Um, as were we all really. Mm. Uh, Showstopper was a Trace Leches cake and it had to be at least four layers and somehow decorated in a way that was inspired by Mexico. Um, very stressful. Sasha, mm-hmm. tell us why. What was fundamentally wrong about this? They, you should not be stacking cakes that are this wet. And so Prue at the beginning, when they're, when like Prue and Paul do their little interviews of like how it should be done, like what they're looking for, Prue is like, it should be wet, but not so wet that it's leaking out the bottom. And I was like, 
actually, isn't no, it's that kind of the point? <laughs> it's like, isn't that actually kind of the point? And so that to me was like, why this was like a self-defeating thing right. for, for people where it was like, and then Paul was complaining about things being like, like slanted or like, or bulging or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you, these, these cakes are completely soaked. It's not like, oh, we dabbed on a soak between layers. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we poured liquid all over this. That's the point mm-hmm. of this. Kevin was actually the one. He was the only person that they put on camera as saying that these should not be stacked. Yeah. He was like, mm-hmm. I don't he was like, I don't really understand why we're stacking these. And I was like, yeah. And he adjusted his strategy <laughs> kind of to make up for that, right? His was a lot flatter than the others mm-hmm. and much better than right, a lot of the right. others. That was actually really smart of him. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah. Some, some tough choices in terms of uh, vision for some of these showstoppers. Um, Rebs, I know you have some thoughts on Sasha as well. This was wrong. They said it needed to be Mexican-inspired, and she made it a tiramisu flavor. And I... And she, I, and she I came up get with what some she was dumb doing. The like. wedding cake was dumb. <laughs> when she was like, it's a marriage, it's to symbolize the marriage between Italian and Mexican. Right. And they like, <laughs> Paul literally laughed at her. I, she was like, that's why it's a wedding cake. And then she was like, it's because I didn't want to decorate it. Like, that's why it's simple. I, was I like, thought that okay. was clever. I thought that was clever. <laughs> Just to, because she knew she I didn't mind, couldn't. I didn't mind the tiramisu element of it. Because I think the, like, and I'll get into this when we talk about like doing our own showstoppers. But like, you know, she replaced the alcohol with tequila. Like she replaced, you know, the cream with something. Like she did swap in Mexican flavors. And like, mm-hmm. I I almost got where she was going. And it was like almost a good idea. And then her execution was not, not great. Yeah. Um. So that was tough. She could have done Mexican wedding cookie flavor yeah. if she wanted to do like wedding. That would have been but cool. she clearly just wanted to do Those tiramisu exist. and was right. just making and she didn't want to decorate it. Yeah. connection. Yeah. She wanted to make a pretty white cake with flowers and she was like, how do I do that? <laughs> Some st- other standouts. Uh, Sandro had, I don't know if anyone remembers the Chugi discourse from earlier this year, but uh, it basically described like, you know, a style of like preppy kind of like Pinterest stuff era. That was big in like 2012. 2012, 2013 stuff. And like the mustache trend was a big part of that. Yeah. The girls who would wear the mustache necklaces or get the mustache tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sandro just went full chuggy with his cakes. <laughs> he did. He decided, you know, they were like inspired by Mexico. He was like, okay, mustache. I don't know where that, why he thought yes. that. Uh, King. And then... He decorated it with like splattered paint, which was also like pretty chuggy. Yes, it uh, is. <laughs> decoration wise. So I was like, buddy, this was a misfire. He did. I mean, he did execute. Like it looked good. He finished in time. Again, like he is unbothered. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looked, it was not great in terms of ideas, I would say. Other thoughts on Sandro and his cake? I mean, I get that. I agree with the whole chugginess. I did think... They liked the flavors, obviously, and I was into that. And also, yeah, yum. Four teaspoons of chili and then chocolate. Bring it on. I'm eating that. A lot that. of chili and chocolate, which yeah. is great. Honestly, I'm so, really into that in, in all of yeah. these. Me too. But yeah, I, you know, he, he, again, like, is good. He's just not there. He hasn't right. pushed through yet. I mean, it's, see... And I like Sandro and I think it, the cake did probably taste really good. I it, That's something I like. But you're not going to call him out for just like, I, I just feel like it, that missed the mark with like a must. Okay, a mustache. <laughs> See, they don't know though. You know, I it's because they're stupid too. It's, it's just so... Peru, 
Prue is like, I mean, well, I don't see the colors. When you think about Mexico, you think about vibrant oh colors. And then like when she's talking about the showstopper, she's like, I mean, it looks all looks very Mexican. There are so many colors. It's like, Prue. <laughs> That's just like, oh my God. Prue. You oh, have to girl. laugh to stop yourself from crying. Right. Just like, and that's, Prue, what that's where doing? like you needed an expert. <laughs> To a degree, you know, right. to be like, what about this is like actually Mexican? I guess. And but I I just get mad because then they go on about James and how his looks sloppy. And I'm just like, really? Well, it's, I mean, it's Sandra's I did look like crisp. It was neat. Yeah. <sighs> it, was like, idea, crisp. Right. Like, it looked It was good. well executed. It was just the idea was bad. And like, like I, very the bad. giant mustache is totally baffling to me. Like, I, I yeah. have no idea where that comes from. I'm like so, so confused. Bad. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't also know. like everybody. I felt like the flavors this week were there were a couple people who like went outside, like what most people were doing. Like Shabira did that and Yanush did that as well. Mm-hmm. But almost everybody just did like chili, chocolate, and coffee. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are like the prevailing flavor flavors, I feel like, for that everyone was doing. Mm-hmm. While I do like those, it was just like everybody was doing this. Yeah. And that's a good segue into me talking about Shabira, who, listen, I love corn desserts. Me too. You can make an Indiana joke if you want. That's fine. It doesn't come <laughs> from my Indi- my Hoosier roots. <laughs> but I there. I don't know if you ever had like the corn cookies from Milk Bar. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. So they're good. so good. I love cornbread. I love any yeah, variation. Cornbread. Like my mom would make like that corn pudding. Like if we had a taco oh, night growing up, she would make the that. Spoon, spoon bread? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. I just love corn, like corn dessert, like sweet corn. And Shabira, for both challenges this week that she had, you know, any say in, made corn flavored and corn inspired desserts. So her conchas were shaped like corn, super cute. And then they had a corn pudding in the middle, which they liked, again, other than the bread. Uh, And then for her showstopper, she made corn, like corn sponges for her cake. And fucking Paul and Peru first Paul's like, why would you want corn in a cake? I'm like, it's a thing that people do. Like, that's not, it's not like an unheard of thing. Like corn. I mean, it's unusual, but it exists largely in Mexican cultures. I don't think that they eat very much corn in Britain. I guess not. Yeah, I guess not. Uh, And then Prue, when she ate Shabira's cake, was like, "I the lumps of corn. I don't like the lumps of corn in the cake. I'm like, that's literally corn pudding. Like, that's (laughs) Mexican food. Like, I don't know what to tell you about this. They acted like it was this thing that Shabira just, like, made up, like, dreamt up. What if there was corn in dessert? And they were like, whoa. Like, (laughs) no one's ever done this before. And you're crazy. It's like, I don't exist, you guys. She's pulling from existing cultural recipes. Uh, So they didn't love her corn cake at the end. They had various issues with it. Um, But I was really into her line of thought there. Why the why would you want that is not only is it like you don't understand anything, but it's also just so rude. I know. Like he was just so, yeah. it was like such a rude. Like, sorry, do you want <laughs> another chocolate chili cake? You've had seven of them. Do you want another one? <laughs> yeah. And uh, all of them had to quote too much flavor or something. Right. This is like a weird thing that like this episode, it was the first time you we I'd ever heard them say like there's too much flavor for like multiple people. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It is weird. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my guy, Kevin, again, who he has fun ideas. Like he doesn't always execute, but, you know, he had his little tankards for the signature. 
Um, he made an Aztec temple for his tres leches cake, which again, like looks very different from the other ones. He did kind of like a square stacked cake to kind of get, get by the rules without making something gravity defying. I thought that was so smart. Also fucking Paul tried to go after him when he was like, I'm making an Aztec temple. And Paul was like, do you mean Mayan? And he's like, well, there's some overlap there. Like the Aztecs made temples that look like this. And I Googled it and they did. I'm like, Kevin Mm -hmm. did his research. Don't go after Kevin. And his Paul is just Aztec history. You don't know, yeah. Paul. What right? See, that's the thing. You don't know. <laughs> right. Paul. He you didn't know. know the answer. No, he just like wanted to like poo-poo Kevin. I'm like, he has the most unique idea you've seen yet. Can you relax, please? It's not a fucking mustache. Like, ask Sandra why he has a mustache <laughs> on his cake. Don't right, ask yeah, exactly. Kevin whether his temple should be Mayan. Uh, super annoying. And they liked his. It was good, good flavors, you know, good construction. I have to say, they did not love Abdul's, but I still think he's a contender, okay? I think I think he's got it in him. I think he could deliver. He has good ideas. He did a Day of the Dead-inspired cake, and Noel made a lot of jokes about the Day of the Dead, by the way. He really went on, like, the vampire, or, like, mm. I'm an undead person. <laughs> like, he was like, here's a safe route for me, which is fine. Yeah. But yeah, they didn't love Abdul's. I don't think he was in danger this week, but I just, I think he can do it. I'm rooting for Abdul. I yeah. I like him. Me too. I do too. He's talented. And we got to talk about Dawn's. We do. They loved it. Like, I I do think it looked like she didn't try to go stupid, which James Mm -hmm. did, and it didn't work out. So I definitely understand that. Like, I think she did a good job. Oh, this is another flavor thing. Yanush is the only person who used fruit. Crazy. Yeah. Mm, And there was no, like, bananas. Like, you could use bananas. You could use mangoes. Like, you could use guavas. James randomly inserted, like, a lime, neon green lime curd. Listen, listen. Which was another one where I was like, buddy, that doesn't need to be in there. Oh. (laughs) He really, he. But, yeah, yeah. Yanush was, like, the only one who went, like, you know, tropical and that sounded flavors. so good to me. Like really I yeah. love, I love fruit. This is yeah. a big Same. part of my personality is liking fruit. Um, and I he did horchata, right? He did horchata with fruits. And I like Dragon before fruit, yeah. when when considering like what I would do for this, like my immediate mm-hmm. thought was horchata. So I was really happy to see somebody do that. Nice. Like it kind yeah. of was another thing where I was like, people just don't really know what flavors to use here. Like they don't know no. anything other than like chili chocolate and coffee. Yeah. It I, was very weird. Same. So weird. This is a tough, a tough segue into what would our showstopper be? Because <laughs> I have written down, I'm basic and I love Mexican hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I would have gone the Mexican mocha route. I'm being realistic here. Uh, that's okay. I honestly think that Rebs was onto something. I think the tiramisu framing was wrong and bad, but... I do think there's some sort of like creamy coffee, mm. like true, like legitimately inspired by Mexican hot chocolate, like mm-hmm. cake that okay. would have worked with this. Yeah. I don't think she delivered it, but in a, the fictional world where I can bake, I think I would have delivered it. <laughs> so that's okay. what I'm going with. <laughs> Got it. No, same. I feel you. Um, I'd probably do basic as well. 
Um, again, we're not better than this. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. We're not. I really like the whole chocolate and chili flavor no, me palette. Too. Me too. It's so good. I. It's oh a winner God. for a reason. You exactly. Know? So I, I would. That's what I would make because I just really I like that flavor palette. And then maybe decorate it with like the indigenous flora of Mexico. I think that'd be kind of cool. I, it's yeah. similar to what Maxi kind of ended up doing, but um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Research that beforehand and you know yeah. do that. That's How good. much time did they have for this challenge? You know, I don't know. Several uh, hours. I'm trying to like figure out if hours? you could make horchata in that time. I don't know. You can't. Oh, in the fictional can't. world that we're working with, you can't. <laughs> you can, yeah. Okay, exactly. you can. Okay. Because it's the tent. <laughs> so yes. exactly. nothing actually requires the actual amount of time that it needs for anything. Exactly. So I would exactly. do a horchata. Um, yes. It's like cinnamon, rice. Because you can replace idea. one of the milks with the rice milk yeah. with horchata and then idea. do like the soak. That, that just for me, I think that's kind of what Yanush was thinking too. I would not do layers because I would go home. I would go home to not do layers. I, I would love be that. like, just sing it to Paul. I'm not doing layers. I'm doing a sheet cake. Yeah. Um, and then maybe I would, just to like break, I don't want to just do Yanush's idea, but I would definitely do some fruit stuff probably. I'd probably get some mangoes out um, and then some Dulce de Leche. I was Yum. surprised that Dulce de Leche was pretty underused. Uh, yeah. Why? That kind of, I, I considered that as well when I was trying to think about what I wanted to eat for my showstopper, as <laughs> really as opposed to make. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the results and then give out our awards. Star Baker, we haven't talked about her much this episode. It was kind of another one where it was like, who is the least mediocre this week? And this <laughs> right. week, Maxie won Star Baker again. Good for her. What even was her signature? I've forgotten in the two days since I it was watched this episode. Just, it was a, it was a concha, right? And it was, I think it was uh, colored orange, maybe? Oh, or, yes. Uh, de naranja, that she was trying to say oh, that. And Bella de right. naranja. Yeah, and she nice. was struggling to say okay. that one, yeah. Right. So she, you know, delivered basic, on that. but good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she won the technical, which is big. Um, and then her showstopper, like you said, was very floral and very pretty. It's really, it's the same three people every week It's been now. the same two. Who have won, yeah. Sandra Yanu's hasn't twice. had his week yet. Right, yeah. Yanu's but he's twice always and Maxi in there. twice. Yeah, Sandra's always up top. He's waiting. He is waiting for his moment, and so am I. One day. Um, one day when one he, day. you know, doesn't make a mustache for no reason. <laughs> um, and then last week, no one went home because Rebs and Abdul were sick. Uh, they could have sent home two contestants any week leading up to the finals, and they decided to do it right away. They sent home two people this week, and it was... Rebs, unsurprising, and slightly more surprising, James. How do we feel? I am actually pissed about this. Amelia's pissed. Let us know, Amelia. Tell us I why. I just don't. I just considering. I just don't, and I don't mean this in a mean way, but I just am shocked he did not stay over Carol. But just because her consistency of being in the bottom for the past three weeks and whereas he's done a lot better than her. And then also, I think this episode was such like an up in the air. It could have gone either way in terms of who did worse. And I just, I, would, I was offended for him. I don't know. So it felt like an outlier and they're so inconsistent about whether they take past bakes into account or yeah. not. That yeah. Looking at like the whole season so far, what James has done and what Carol's done to send James home on Mexican week, because when he's had three decent weeks leading up to now and to keep Carol because she had one good showstopper, 
in Mexican week, as opposed to being in the bottom, you know, was three or it four even the that past. Good. No, I mean, it was, they were like, it wasn't like it was Dawn's, you know, it like, was, it was right. better than right. James's, but it, was it wasn't than like, James's, but I, it was too hot. Yeah. This was a huge mistake. I think it's, uh, this is very unjust. I agree. Uh, and his ceiling is higher than hers. No offense. It is. Like, she's going to yes. go home like next week, probably. Right. And we're going to be pissed about it because James could have gone another two or three weeks. He proved that he had more to give and she yeah. doesn't. Like, I don't... Yes. Yeah. I think she's like, this, good and I like her, episode, but... Like, yeah. I, his little yeah. caramels, like his little oysters in the yes. signature, like... Yes. And I don't I don't think you can knock him for, like, having bad bread in the signature when everyone did, you know? So it's Thank like... Thank you. They shouldn't even be judging on that element anymore. And like his, Carol came dead last in technical. Like he did bad too, but she was dead last. Right. And then it comes down to the showstopper, which like also he tried to showcase more things in the showstopper, which like didn't go well. Again, it was very bad, but like, like you said, like much higher ceiling. They kind of liked the cake though. They were like, they the, did. Cake, yeah. the cake and the curd were like fine or like pretty good or whatever. But like everything the the he just, should not have done the Frazier's cake. Messy. I don't really understand where yeah. that came from. That was super weird. And the collar, like they both did a collar. I don't really get that no. either. Why put a collar on this? I never want a collar. That's, I mean, they really shouldn't have this week, but I've never been like, oh, I wish that cake had uh, a collar. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. This was, I think it like a, a huge misfire. I don't, I really don't know why, why they did that. Uh, I just haven't been this upset since they sent home um, Jurgen before the final. Sweet Jurgen. And this is like, oh, this is why they need to take like potential into account, you know, yeah, like totally. And I guess you can, like, I guess, I mean, you can and they should, but like to a degree, it does have to be like challenge to challenge, whatever. I get it. But even then, it's close. With yeah. James and Carol, like, it's close this week. It's really close. Really yes, close. exactly. Ugh, Very I frustrating. Can't even, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, let's get into the awards. I'm sure we'll come back to complaining about James and Carol. Uh, what was the most delicious bake this week? I already talked about uh, my love of corn desserts. So I gave both of mine to Shabira, even though they didn't like it. I think they're wrong. I think that they were actually good. 
Yeah. And sorry to choose two, <laughs> but the inside of uh, Dawn's showstopper looked so good. So when they oh cut it open, I was like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That looked ridiculous. Yeah. I hear you. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to go out weird and say Don's uh, Contras just because mm. I like chocolate and chili, like I've said a thousand times already. And messy is fine by me. And yeah. I love the colors. And I just, just imagined myself biting into it. And I just really, mm. really wanted to try it. So, yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I would say I would definitely eat Dawn's. I mean, I I would I would eat hers, and then I would also eat uh, Yanusha's horchata fruit cake. That yeah. sounded so good, and they liked it. That sounds like a bit of me. Love it. Uh, what was the soggiest bottom, aka uh, the worst bake? A lot of soggy cakes this week, uh, but there was one that was so soggy or extremely or not, yeah. dry. <laughs> uh, James's showstopper just looked so bad and so chaotic. And I just hate, really hated looking at it. It kind of looked like one of those, you know, you'll see those, those memes where like they've glitched out an image oh, and you're on. like looking at a, you're looking at a room and like, it should make sense in your brain, but then you realize that like nothing in the picture is actually anything. <gasps> you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. I'll send you one after this, but that's how I felt. It oh. like hurt my brain to look at it a little this bit. A brutal okay. takedown. I'm sorry. Again, I still think you should have stayed. Oh. I really do. But it was there was a lot happening and all of it was bad. Yeah, it didn't look good. That's also mine. Tough. Uh, sorry, Amelia. And sorry to James. Uh, best sound bites. This was a lot of the uh, you know catchier sound bites were mispronunciations, not catchy in a good way. More like this is notable <laughs> and oh no. Um, <laughs> but we already talked about a lot of that. So uh, Carol, uh, when they were talking about, um, I believe they were making tacos. She goes generous portions. Like a generous portion, I do. I was like, she asked me great. too, Carol. I like I also like a generous portion. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and this was this was bad. But James, after he got sent home, <laughs> this is terrible. He goes, they asked for Mexican, and I think it was more of a Mexican. I was like, <laughs> oh, James, we'll let you have that one Poor because thing. you're on your way he's, out. He's sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would say Carol tried pronouncing Pandianese, but says Denise. And she's they, so they make fun of her for saying Denise. And Paul's like, you're making what? Sorry. That was this was a thing Tough that app. happened throughout the episode that people were trying to pronounce uh, Spanish mm. words and phrases uh, in a French way. And <laughs> yeah. I think that that is what Carol was getting stuck on here. She's mm. trying to like Denise. Like a mm-hmm. like a French. Oh sure, way. yeah. I took like seven years of French, and honestly, that gets me too sometimes. So, uh, Sasha, did you have a soundbite? Dawn, she's just. I just love her. I, I love her voice. I do too. Twitter hates her. People are like really like. Really? I saw a tweet the other day that was like, "I've never wanted someone to go home more." And <gasps> I think it started with the Boris the Johnson. I was gonna say it's the Boris Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. If you're watching the show, I'm like, she's really entertaining. Yeah. I don't weird. know. On the first episode, she like very clearly was like, I did not work with him. Like right, she, right. it almost feels like she like distanced herself and then she made fun of his hair. So I'm like, and she's been really entertaining so far. So I'm not <laughs> right. quite understanding the anti-Dawn sentiment. She's no worse with like fucking up other cultures flavors than like any other like yeah. old British person that's been on the show in the past. Right. Maybe there were like four of them every season. I don't know what to tell right. you. <laughs> Anyway, Sasha, know. I'm sorry. I just think you she's had a great a, voice. Like, remember she's that? She's just the, funny. The llama, like, bit where she, like, goes to a petting zoo with her daughter. Oh, and, yeah. And her daughter's like, oh, it spit it on me. Or it spit on me. And she's like, oh, 
you should be ashamed of yourself. Like she's so funny. <laughs> that like, is she's how she a, talks. She's a That's great funny. like deep voice. Um, but she said, I, I don't remember what episode or what what. I think it was the what? tacos. She I think, was I think the it tacos. was. I think oh, it was when she was making pico de gallo, and she was like. I am flinging things into a pan with gay abandon. And I was <laughs> just like, she's so great. Like, good. She's, she's just funny. And I, I just she like does. how she, she always says has things. a good soundbite. You know, she just mm-hmm. always has like something to say. Mm-hmm. Like when she was talking about fighting Prue last week. I'm like, yes. <laughs> come on. How are we not teamed on? There's just a lot of discourse also from people who don't watch the show, which like is fine. But like, I do think not to be like, oh, you need context. You took it out of context. But there is, I think, when you understand how this tends to go and how this show works, there is some some added context that helps. Yeah, definitely. Palette cleanser. Let's talk Brit fits. Uh, huge fit from Noel this week. He's been Finally. playing it pretty low key. Uh, but he wore a bright blue, like, tiger print mm-hmm. shirt with, like, yellow ombre mm-hmm. gradient. Mm-hmm. Not yellow. I said yellow. Sickening. Pink. Excuse me. It was blue and pink. Uh, ombre gradient and also I have to say really brought out his blue eyes which I don't think I ever realized he had there you go he looked which, great I'm like Paul you have competition in this tent <laughs> <laughs> no one needs to wear more blue that's clearly funny. he's like never worn this shade of blue before but it was it was a huge fit I loved it it looks great yeah freaking finally he finally pulled out we something were due. good it was, it, was it took a while but yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. he wear did he? Am I missing? Did he wear like a fuzzy red jacket? He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he put took it, it on and off. Too. Yeah, yeah, like a big, you know, like yeah. coat, shaggy. Almost. Yeah, yeah, like a rocker coat. Um, yeah, sick. James. Also, I'm sorry to rag on James. I really don't think he should have gone home. But it looked like he had a tie on his head this week. He was wearing <laughs> yeah. a headband that I genuinely thought he had tied a tie like Rambo style around his head. He had not. It was a headband. <laughs> But it was like on his forehead, underneath his hair. Mm-hmm. It was and like very much like eighties workout. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. Um, but it was like blue with like a an orange, well, square pattern on it. It, it kind of matched his shirt. It did. It was much. It was very much like a stylish personal choice. Yeah. Where he like matched his headband to his outfit, um, which was just baffling to me. I have to say. <laughs> but uh, sorry, Aww. bud. Um, and I have to ask, Sandro turned up this week with what I believe are new eyebrow slits. Wow. He's jumped on the trend where he has trend. the slits in the end of his eyebrow. It's a thing that the it kids is. are doing these days. Uh, how do we feel about it? I love the idea of him like in his hotel room, like, what can I do? I'm going to wear a gray <laughs> shirt again, but like, how can I switch it up? And then he's like, I'm going to give myself some eyebrow slits. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, how do we feel? I don't, I mean, I don't like these very much in general. I think <laughs> yeah. I'm old. Maybe I'm too old, but I NBA players do it all the time too. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't really get it. I don't really understand what it's supposed to it's supposed do. To cool. Yeah. Is that what it is? I don't, I don't know. I think I'm I like whatever on it. It's fine. But like, I think it's funny that he just did it now. Yeah. Like, that's I, what, that's I, what I can't get over now. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing with this? Like, in, are you going to like, like upkeep it for the rest of the season? Right. Like, I... I don't know. It's mm. interesting. And it's also, I feel like it's like, that's such a trend as well as like his little dangly earring. Like that's also yeah. a really big trend right now. And it's just like, what's going to be next? He's you a little basic. He, he is he might something. be a lot yeah. basic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he certainly tries hard. Yes. Uh, which again is fine. He's like very well put together, much like his cakes. Um, True. But True. yeah, he, he's very like, I am trendy. 
Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And look at me and I'm trendy and well moisturized. Yes. I'm handsome and trendy. You know yes. what I was missing yesterday? Chig's sneaker watch. Oh, I miss Chig's. And his glasses. Sandra needs to wear some glasses. Yeah. I think oh. he could rock. That would be funny. Oh, uh, some glasses. Maybe if that's he just coming. showed up with glasses. See? It would break the internet. Funny. That's what happened yeah, with Chig's. We he started it. wearing his glasses and then the people were like, had a lot of thoughts, including us, on the different frames. Mm, uh, Sandra, you're going to be here for a while. So, when, you know, when you get into a slump in like two or three episodes, <laughs> bring in the frames. They don't have to be prescription. They can just be glass. Hey, for there you go. For fashion. Exactly. Oh, I feel like we've done this to death. But most British moment. I mean, the mangling of pronunciations um, is an obvious one. Yeah. Again, like, I don't speak Spanish either, but I feel like... I would do some Googling and try to make sure I said it right on television. Right. Uh, however, if I've mispronounced anything in this episode, uh, never mind. And I would not have made <laughs> sure, actually. <laughs> Sasha, what was your most British moment other than all the things we've already talked about? Oh, uh, it was <laughs> just watching Prue eat tacos. Mm. I was just kind of funny. <laughs> I was like, this is a woman who doesn't eat many no. tacos. <laughs> I no. thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was in the thread too. Like when I was talking about the thread that cut out all the moments that people were making fun of, literally just Prue taking a bite of a taco is in there. And I'm like, you know what? It does feel wrong. <laughs> right. Right. It feels so wrong. <laughs> so true. Uh, Amelia, what was yours? Um, I think it goes back to Kevin not receiving a handshake that he thought he deserved. And he calls Paul a stingy git. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> That's so that's incredible. It's so British. Love it. I love it. Yeah, just, you know, everything about them, obviously not understanding this food or this culture yeah. uh, was the most British moment other than the things we just mentioned. Um, eyes on the prize, the Paul moment of the week. Uh, just some other things to yell at him about. Um, <laughs> he went after Yanush's flower choice um, for his conchas. Yanush was like, I chose like a, a cake flower, basically, because... I think the bread is like softer, tastes better that way. Like whatever. Yeah. You just always know he's going to do it to death when he mentions it. Like whether it tastes good or not, whether it works out or not, he's never going to be like, oh, you were right. I was wrong to caution you against this. He always has this told you so moment and it drives me crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he and he does. did it again. And Yanish was annoyed. So when actually the problem is that you just didn't give them enough right. time to exactly. prove properly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and then to Rebs, this was mean, but he goes, Looks like you sat on him. I was like, he they was do, actually. mean this week. Uh, I know. He was pissed. He knew he was. He had set himself up for failure as uh, well. Yeah. He had to act extra superior. He was lashing <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> Seriously, though. Um, yeah, it was for me, it was definitely hearing him do the classic, like, well, when I was in Mexico, and it's like, okay, you like okay. went to Mexico once, and now you yeah. like know everything. Exactly. Um, oh, it's just funny. It's just funny. Yes. He was yeah. the expert in the tent, for sure. Yes, and like, he, he even was. said that he was like, well, I just got back from Mexico. And they're like, oh, oh really? It's oh, like, I wonder why you... I wonder why we're doing Mexican week. Yeah, yeah, seriously, though. Hmm. It probably was all of his idea. That's he probably right. was You're like, right. I want to yeah. show off. My expertise, actually. Oh my God. He's the worst. Uh, Amelia, <laughs> what was your Paul moment of the week? Um, he had a little stare down moment with Don uh, <laughs> when he was critiquing her uh, showstopper. And they just like did not talk. And you looked at Don and she, she, I wouldn't say Don has a funny face, but she was making a funny face. And, you know, she's like, has her big glasses and then <laughs> googly glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. And then they cut back to Paul and he was like, meh. And it was just like the little stare down made me laugh. 
It was really I funny. really thought he was going to give her a handshake. I know. I me thought too. So too. I really was like, I was like, he, come on, man. He really is it. a stingy git with the showstopper <laughs> handshakes. Yeah. That's once in a blue moon. Um, not much to go on for the Matt moment of the week, other than you probably could mention his uh, maraca usage. Sure. Um, yeah. But other than that, it was Amelia, his restraint this week. I was. He could have been shocked. so much worse. He could have been so much worse. You guys, this is what I mean for like the people who don't actually watch the show, who are like mm-hmm. going crazy on Twitter. Again, valid. However, it's all relative. Like if you saw yeah. Matt during Japan week, he was the main subject of a lot of those articles. So like comparatively, sure. personal growth. It was, sh- it was actually, I was legitimately shocked finishing this episode being like, oh, that, that he didn't nothing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They reigned Impressive. him in. Yeah. 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 Very impressive. People do actually learn from being the subject of internet sure. hatred, yeah. I think. Well, or they just block you on Twitter. He has me blocked. Did I mention oh, that? I forgot about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. What? I don't, I've complained about him in the past. When he first started hosing and he was like really bad, I had some thoughts. Um, anyway. Oh my but God. He's okay, probably sorry. learned. That's he's learned so funny. Since then. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> it's great. I'm glad that he's grown as a person oh or at least God. has learned you know, when not, not to be to the talk. center of attention yeah. sometimes. Right. So just stand there and shake his <laughs> right. maracas, you know? Um, all right, let's do the most saccharine moment of the week. Uh, no, Shabira, don't cry. I will eat your corn cake. Oh, I, she cried. You guys, she, she, she was really she sad. Did. She was like, I've ruined the sponge. Yeah, and like, she, she really has, has had a great showing on this show so far and hasn't really had a crisis. Uh, and she didn't handle it great. Um, but she pulled no. it together. She was okay. Yeah. Um, and I just felt bad that they kept going after her corn cake and acting like it was this insane idea, a stupid idea that she had. And I was like, she's doing a unique thing that, again, is like actually legitimately inspired by traditional Mexican food. Like, I right. hate, yeah, I hate exactly. both of you. <laughs> Sorry. I was mad about it. It's so, so true. I love her. Um, Sasha, what were your moments? Uh, Noel and Abdul telling uh, each other that they they loved each other. That was, was really just so cute. cute. Like, well, I, what? <laughs> Came out of nowhere. <laughs> Noel did. just was like, I love you. <laughs> and Abdul was like, oh, I love you too. Like Abdul is so the right, obviously the guy who's going to just say, I love you back. <laughs> like, yes, he will. Great choice, He'll Noel. say it and be like, okay, that's fine. It was just so sweet. And then yep. at the end, there is like, Rebs just immediately broke down crying, like not surprising yeah. at all. Um, But there was this just like incredible shot of her holding her tissue, just eyes like red, like sobbing. And I was just like, damn like she's really upset she, she was to take a long vacation oh my god no baking I, I was surprised at how upset she was honestly but yeah I, I yeah she needs to like go to like a meditation retreat yeah or something there's uh, some there's some panic there there's she's she's a bit of a panicker I think mm-hmm. that yeah. would that would have helped de-stress. her a lot de-stress a bit yeah yeah um yeah. All right, let's wrap this up with our Hallowell High Five, Wedemeyer winner, and Ashal Award. I'm going to give my high five to Sandro, despite the mustache cake, which was mm. a terrible idea, okay. but he did execute it. Mm. Um, just because he is coasting right under the top two. I don't love that we've had only two star bakers in four episodes. I like to switch it up a little bit more, especially when I feel like Shabira and Sandro are both like right there. Um, and so just because I'm bored of it being just those two... Uh, I am ready for Sandro to have his moment. I'm ready for him to break through and actually win an episode. Sure. 
Definitely. Um, that's a great one. Uh, mine is Maxi's Showstopper. I thought it was perfect. I thought it looked great. Uh, they said it tasted great. Uh, no notes. And also, I'm just proud of her for taking home the second win. Good job. Yeah. Girlfriend. Listen, we we underrated her in the she first episode. And did. even lately, like, I don't know. I just she is so quietly and consistently good that mm-hmm. I I think we I and we have not quite given her her due, but they totally. have. They saw it and she's it's delivered. True. We don't so. taste, but everything obviously we can't taste what they make, but everything she makes is beautiful like she just has a really good eye for like decoration Mm -hmm. and she's really skilled at it which is I think probably the hardest part of the show because Mm -hmm. most home bakers like don't do that part right it doesn't have to look good yeah Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. for like the people I think that's what when you are trying to like predict who's going to make it all the way to the end the people who decorate super well like those are yeah. pretty good, I would say, guesses mm-hmm. of like who's yeah. gonna make it. And she seems like yeah. she's got a down pat every time. Agreed. It's true. Who gets the Ashall Award? I, I changed last minute because Yanush is my I keep giving it to Yanush, but he's my guy. Like I just feel like he makes stuff <laughs> where I'm like, I would eat that. Like he mm-hmm. was the only person on the showstopper I felt like besides he and Shabir were like the two people who did something out of the norm that was like off what mm-hmm. everybody else was doing. And it like, he just made the thing that I was like, that's what like I would have done. Like I yeah. love fruit. Like let's put fruit mm-hmm. in it. Like nobody else is doing that. And then I need to give a shout out to Shabira. I do think the corn cake for Tris Liches was probably ill-conceived, Yeah, but I appreciate the corn. Concha yeah. sounded amazing. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it looked really cute. She, was just trying something different. And I we always mm-hmm. like appreciate her for that. And yes. I think her time is coming. I really, I need it a star yes. She and Sandro, they're going to break through yeah. any minute One now. One of these days, yeah. All you need is like a bad showing from Maxi <laughs> yeah. or Yanush, which, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's a tough one, but it's tough. Yeah, yeah. but, but the, you know, they can't be consistent forever. We'll see. Right. We're not rooting for their downfall. We just <laughs> right. want the other two. The other two to break through. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, maybe they can do it next week, which is desserts week. Ooh. Always just like, I'm like, that's this whole show, but we'll take it because we've had, we've had a lot of cooking in the last few episodes. We had pizzas, we had tacos. Get it out of here. I Bye. just want desserts. We want the mousses. We want the fillings Ooh. and the, the you know, pat. all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Give it to us. The mm. fiddlier, the better. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. So I'm excited for that. Hopefully, again, just a nice, sweet palate cleanser from this week. <laughs> the chaos of this week. We can move on as a society. Um, in the meantime, make sure to listen to all the other shows on the Ringer Reality TV feed, including The Pod Has Spoken. Uh, Death Tax and the Bananas is going to be covering the challenge on Wednesdays, produced by our own Sasha Shaw. Uh, the Morally Corrupt podcast with Rachel Lindsay and the Bravo Squad. They're going to BravoCon next week, so stay tuned for some special episodes of that. Um, Amelia has her new Kardashian recap show on Fridays. Amelia, just content machine on the Ringer Seriously. Podcast Network. Um, and until next week, thank you to my lovely co-host Amelia, our lovely producer Tasha, and thanks for tuning in to a new episode of Everything is Cake. 